Hey everybody, it's the HBO Boys. Welcome to our review of National Treasure 4, The Search for Tom Holland's Gold. I'm James, and with me is Ryan. Hey, I'm Ryan. Adam was supposed to be here, but he's building Legos instead. Adam has been committed to an art therapy style insane asylum where he is building Legos to process his trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is the only thing he can do to wipe away the memory of all the tragedies that have ever happened to him. Like, number one, buying this Lego set in the first place. I'm not even putting down Lego. I'm just saying I I bet he's having a real tough time. He eats the pieces, which is not cool. You know, what? what we'll see. Maybe he'll join us later uh, if you guys wish hard enough. I blame myself. Me actually, too. Because I... I was the one who told him to go see Uncharted, oh. and then that's what the, kicked off this whole personality breakdown. Right, and why we're here in the first place, because he's played Uncharted, so he has mm-hmm. big feelings about it. He will be missed, and James, I believe you've played the game as well. I've played all the Uncharted games. Shit. They're pretty good. They're fine. I don't have a... I mean, I like them. Wow, that I was a real... all, obviously. Downward trajectory of feelings. I mean, they're good. They're fine. Uh, I <laughs> not like didn't play through them again, but uh, there's definitely a lot to like about them, and one of the things that you do really like about them is because a Naughty Dog game, you like the characters in them because they're likable and unique, and they're not all assholes or cookie-cutter movie cliches. Mm, right. So... The movie, though, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. What, what do you? What did you? Well, let's. You do so, feel? how about this? I figure people are probably gonna want to see this because Tom Holland. Uh, and so we're gonna break it. We're gonna give you guys a spoiler-free review up front, okay? And then uh, we'll we'll come back and we'll do a uh, an in-depth scene-by-scene recap for those of you who have seen the movie or are not going to. Uh, the spoilers for for the bad movie that you could already guess the plot of. Okay, but first, a review. Ryan, did you like Uncharted? Oh my god. I loved it. I loved the movie. I am a person who has been known to be, uh, you know, drunk on haterade at all times. Almost everything Mm -hmm. we've watched over the last year I've had some problem with. Which is annoying right. to many people on uh, Apple Podcast reviews, or you know anyone who chooses to listen to this. But yeah, even even the stuff you like doesn't get out of the the woods without you shitting on it in some way. Somehow, I find a way to hate something. But for me personally, Uncharted, my favorite part was when Mark Wahlberg had that thick Boston accent and talked to his sentient teddy bear friend. Whew, that was fun. Uh, Ryan, I think you might have watched the wrong movie. I think you're describing what? Uh, I think you're describing the Seth MacFarlane vehicle Ted, <laughs> which also stars um, Marky Mark. Oh my God! Oh right, sorry. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yes, Uncharted. Right. Yeah, this is the Tom Holland one. Right. With okay. The, the yep. airplane. Scene. I'm remembering now. Okay, my favorite part is when Mark Wahlberg had that thick Boston accent, and he kills Matt Damon at the end, and Matt Damon's like, "I get it." No, I think you because well, maybe the issue is that Mark Wahlberg just kind of does the same thing in every movie, but now I think you're thinking of The Departed. Oh my god. 
You're right. Oh my god, you're oof, zero for two. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get it this time. Okay, no, Uncharted. My favorite part was when Mark Wahlberg had that thick Boston accent and he pulls out his donger at the end of the movie and looks at it like, I'm gonna have intercourse with people for money while Paul Thomas Anderson is filming me. I loved that part. Okay, well now I think you've got it confused with the movie uh, Pain and Gain, which he <laughs> stars in with The Rock. Yeah. Oh my god. Again, I did it. Okay, I am messing this up so hard. Forgive me. (laughs) Forgive me. Give me one more chance. This is the one. I'm gonna get it. Uncharted. Yep, my favorite part. When Mark Wahlberg had that thick Boston accent and was a criminal dad with Will Ferrell. I mean, fuck. I mean, when he played himself on Entourage. I mean, when he was a gambler with a heart of gold. I mean, when he was the lone survivor. Fuck. I mean, when he battled aliens with his robot friends. I mean, when he was a cop with Will Ferrell. I mean, when he was a dad whose daughter got murdered. I mean, when he was Max Payne. I mean, when he tried out for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, when he was the leader of the Italian job. I mean, when he was a rock star. I mean, when he led the resistance against a planet full of apes. I mean, when he and Clooney went into the perfect storm. Fuck. I mean, when he and Clooney were one of the three kings i mean nope i got it now when he was the lead singer of a boy band yep that was it that was my favorite thing about uncharted mark Wahlberg plays mark Wahlberg in this movie right well that was the issue and and adam's not here (laughs) (laughs) but he did say like when the casting was first announced that that was a terrible choice for sully because like sully is a character and mark Wahlberg does not play characters no uh, ever uh, and my dad was excited to see this movie and we were talking about it and we were remarking on that fact. And my dad was like, I mean, what happens when he gets cast as a character who's not from Boston? What happens then? <laughs> what happens then is he just kind of does his own thing, man. He does Mark Wahlberg's voice, Mark Wahlberg's mannerisms. He sings a new kid on the block song. I don't know why they didn't get the rights for it, but he just keeps doing right. it. And, uh, and yeah. And Sony, by the way, is hell-bent on making this a whole thing. They are definitely going to make more Uncharted movies. It made like $200 million. How? Right. Well, it's it's a really good sign when your new franchise movie is in development for so long that the guy cast as the lead then has to move into the supporting role of the mentor character because mm-hmm. he is now too old to play the lead. Yes. Because it's been in development hell for so long. for Since like 2010. Also, by the way, there's a bootleg 10-minute YouTube video of like Uncharted starring Nathan Fillion. I watched that right. the other day. I was like, <laughs> they should make this a movie. He would have been a much better casting. I mean, Tom Holland did his best with what he had. but Yeah. Uh, no, no, Tom Holland's not- a likable man. The issue is, and so let me let, I guess we'll get into t- reviews here. Spoiler-free review time. These characters are nothing like they are in the game. They're really unlikable. Sully is just a piece of shit con artist who everyone hates. Mm-hmm. And he has really, like, very little rapport with Nathan. And in the game, Sully is, like, extremely kind, like, a cool guy, avuncular, a father figure to Nate. And he's not the kind of dude who's, like, always grifting his friends like this version of Sully is and like Nate is like a really competent, really in control, suave, cool guy. And maybe, you know, you get, Oh, this is the origin story. So he's not that guy yet, but he, in, in this version of uncharted Tom Holland is like, he's just an audience cipher. He has no personality other than he likes to chew gum. That's his character trait. He loves gum, Mm. bubble gum. Pretty good trait, though. Loves that cotton candy gum flavor. Okay, I have questions for you. Number one is, 
Antonio Banderas, uh, his character Santiago Moncada, is he in the games? I don't think so. I could be wrong about that. Interesting. I don't remember that. Yeah. Chloe Frazier, she in the games? <sighs> I also want to say no, unless she's like in <laughs> Uncharted 2 and I just forgot. But yeah, I, I, she could, again, perhaps. <laughs> okay, she's, she's absolutely not one of the main characters. She is in the games. She debuts okay. as the tritongologist and uncharted two among thieves where she okay. serves that's as the, a that's secondary the good one. Oh, it's the she's a love interest <laughs> to nathan drake apparently okay so uh and braddock played by tati gabriel is she in the games that's a character i think is in the games but maybe you're about to throw me a curveball i'm pretty sure she is well is she not in the games <laughs> or no she's a villain so she might not be yeah no i'm not I, I, her. I, I really like the only game that really like the beginning of uncharted one i can remember kind of clearly and i can remember uncharted three really well because it's really good uncharted two is kind of a blur but yeah it, the plot of these games was never like the big selling point the plot is just tomb raider indiana jones stuff still somehow the plot of this movie was worse and so the one thing that you want out of an Uncharted movie and the thing that is in the advertising is like action set pieces a la Indiana Jones. Right. And that's why they start the movie with the scene from the trailer where they're falling out of the plane as a cold open. And then later in the movie, they just do that scene again. They just do it again. And that plus one other set piece are the two only really good action scenes in the movie. But the problem with that is that the effects are not so good and it's so obviously computer generated effects that you wonder, like, why is this a movie anyway? Because, like, you know, with Mission Impossible, and I don't love those movies that much either, but at least, like, it's practical or like the beginning of The Dark Knight Rises where they're doing something real and it looks cool and it looks dangerous. In these movies, like, oh, yeah, cool, you're falling out of the airplane and shit, but it just looks fake. It looks like a video game. And uh, at that point, why even make a movie? Right. It could just be a video game. Yeah. I, uh, when we talk about movies that cast poorly, the one I think about the most is Jack Reacher. And I think about that because Reacher, the series, just came out on Amazon Prime. And Jack Reacher, the movie, had Tom Cruise be Jack Reacher, a character who is famously like 6'5", 260 right. and, pounds. And Tom Cruise is like four foot nine. Correct. But the reason <laughs> that you put Tom Cruise in that movie is the same reason you put Mark Wahlberg in this one. Because it's going to make more money than if you put Alan Richson, who plays Reacher in the Prime series, in that movie. It's not going to make nearly as much money as if Tom Cruise is there. That's just the way the world works. But I will say... That Prime series is pretty freaking good, and it's nice to see uh, a character who they're looking at being like, wow, you are a brick shit house. you're gigantic, and him actually being large and still a good right. actor, it's like a hu- – it's most of the show. And the other thing that really sucks about the casting in this movie, and again, the only two characters whose casting you care about are, are Nate and Sully. And maybe Tom Holland will, like, eventually become the real Nate, because maybe this is origin story Nate, so he's still, like, a little green or whatever. They are trying to sell it as origin story Nate, for sure. Yes. 
Mark Wahlberg will never be a good Sully because like he'll never change his affect. He'll always just be Marky Mark. And they have a Nolan North cameo in this movie. Yeah. Yes, they do. And it just as soon as that happened, I was like, if you could have got Nolan North, why not like get someone who can act first of all, like Nolan North, and then please the f- just have him be Sully. Right. He wasn't even my favorite North cameo. Peter North is also in this movie. So he was really great. That's a real uh that's a real deep dive uh weird reference. Right. And and Ollie North is in there too. And he shreds a bunch of documents. Yeah, and North Kardashian also in there. I didn't know who Nolan North was, right? I didn't okay. know his significance. I didn't know that he was in the games, but when we met him, it was like a very obvious, hey, look at this guy. It's an Easter egg. And I was like, I bet that guy was in the games. Like I, a person who has never played any of them. Although to be mm-hmm. fair, I've played Assassin's Creed, right? And yeah. they're sort of in the same vein. Did you play Destiny? Yeah, I've, I've played Destiny as well. But Nolan North is in there. Uh, I'm Nolan North as I bet in a bunch of shit. As uh, the best voice actors slash mocap actors in video games are all over the place. But what I'm trying to say is like you have a character who is bad at the beginning but gets better over time and you learn things and you add to your kit and you, you know, fight harder and harder villains and you beat harder and harder puzzles until you beat the game you know that's most games so it's easy to understand when you're going into this movie that there's going to be a MacGuffin, as there is in every one of those games and to be fair almost every movie at this point every movie in this genre certainly and then from there they're going to get clues to lead them to a big action set piece right. or two and then They live because they have plot armor because you can't kill any of the main characters that you're eventually going to want to have a large number of movies with. Because at this point, if you have Tom Holland and you're Sony and you don't have him, you have him only half the time as Spider-Man, but you have him in another series, you're going to hold on to Tom Holland for as long as humanly possible. Like, they're Mm -hmm. obviously going to make more Uncharted movies. And that's sad. Because, you know why it's sad? Every moment Tom Holland is on an Uncharted set, he's not on any other set. Right, making something better. Right. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I think it's pretty clear how we feel at this point. This was a bad movie. You can skip it. I found it extremely boring. By the time we got to the action set piece at the end, which is probably the best part of the movie, I had already lost any goodwill I had towards the movie and was just looking at my phone. What I would say is people should mm. watch the action set pieces on YouTube because they're good. Right. They do have yeah. awful CGI, but I enjoyed myself thoroughly through both action set pieces. Getting there was climbing Everest with your eyes closed. But right. when we actually got there, I enjoyed because I do enjoy action movies. Right. You know, if this was 2002, Right. This would have been a sweet-ass action movie, but now it kind of looks like shit. But it still is an action movie with two large stars who are saying quippy things to each other. But I'm glad you brought up Sully's character, because I had no idea that he was amenable, a father figure, kind to Nathan Drake, and perhaps they're going to just put up the this is the origin story flag once more. But he was terrible the entire time, and... After this ad break, we'll discuss exactly why 
and then we'll add Adam to the mix, and it's going to get real spicy in here. Yeah. Uh, after the break, uh, a spoiler-filled recap and review. See you after the see then. See, bye. <laughs> what a funny ad! They oh. really charmed me. I bought five of whatever that was. So uh, here's your warning now, guys. If you care about the plot of this bad movie, Ryan and I are about to spoil it. Spoiler, um, <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. So uh, here we go. <clears throat> Got him. The movie begins. Uh, it's a cold open. It's a version of a scene from Uncharted Three where him and his brother. In in the game, they're breaking into a rich person's house to steal an artifact of the pirate Francis Drake, who they believe is their ancestor. And so they're like, well, really, by right, it's ours, right? He's our ancestor. In the movie, they're breaking into a museum to look at a map. Mm-hmm. They don't steal it. Why didn't you just come when the museum was open? They just is like it maps, an expensive maybe? museum? Yeah, no, they're just a... Uh... Save money on a museum ticket. Yeah, they're edgy. They're ride or die edgy. They get busted by the cops and they're taken to their Catholic orphanage. And the cops are like, okay, kid, before we take you to jail, you can go have a chance to escape in your room. Perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Love that for me. (laughs) And so he escapes, but he's like, don't worry, Nate. I will definitely come back for you in the sequel. He fucking. Yeah, right. Exactly. He (laughs) is obviously. Uh, alive they have a real stannis death where we it's off screen it's so off screen that mark Wahlberg is lying Just to tells Nathan us Drake. that it happened yeah and he's lying <laughs> to Nathan. that was the worst part of the movie for me that Sully was just keeping the fact that Nathan Drake's brother was probably dead lying to him because he needed him to come he wouldn't have come otherwise right and I needed you random kid for your special set of skills. No, he fucking did it. The best part of this movie is that his brother is sending him. So, like, you know, throughout the, the rest of the time cut that happens is sending him postcards, Ooh. which are don't have uh, specific information in them. No, but are like kind of little hints. Yeah. But luckily, every time he looks at one of the notes and again, these are not long letters or anything. They're just like, I wish you were here, bro. They have a narrator read out. I wish you were here, bro. As he looks at the postcard, which takes up the whole screen, which is really good for me because I, and it's hard to admit this. I am an adult functional illiterate. Sure. And so I can't actually read. And so when a movie does that, when they have a postcard that says, wish you were here. And then a narrator says, wish you were here. They're, they're actually looking out for me when a lot of people don't real opportunity missed where it just didn't go. Wish you were here. You know that one. And they continue to do that for the whole movie. Every time he looks at a postcard, you hear his brother's voiceover narration. The clues are bad, right? We're post Sherlock. We're post Benedict Cumberbooby talking to us about the how clues work and how they can be intertwined and giving you actual like suspenseful moments based on knowledge that if you were really focused on, you could come up with the answer prior to the characters. God, the clues were shit. I was just thinking of National Treasure the entire time. It's just going to lead to another clue. Or like the Da Vinci Code. To of independence. When you think of Uncharted, you think, you know, Indiana Jones. But the producers were like, no. National Treasure slash the Da Vinci Code. And so now it's the future. Tom Holland is working at a bar. He loves to chew gum. And in walks... Well, first he meets a pretty girl who, and I don't understand what they were going for. Either she was trying to con him or he was trying to con her. He was trying to con her. Um, he stole her bracelet. Okay. She's from Greenwich. Once again, giving Connecticut a bad name. And and Mark Wahlberg's like, I like the cut of your jib, kid. I like the way you robbed that girl. 
uh, I need you to come join me for a, a whirlwind globe trotting adventure because I know that you're the brother of Sam, who I used to do this with, and uh, help me find the treasure and I'll reunite you with your brother. And I, this was so good where he's like, I don't want to do that. I refuse. And then he goes home, looks at a postcard, and then he, he just like, ah, never mind. Right. I changed my mind. I do want to go. I'm out of the game. <laughs> Wait. Nope. I'm back in the game. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm in. Adam. Hello. Adam. I'm here. Adam. Yes. What did you think of this movie? Okay. So I wrote out a thing, like I told you. And and um, I figured instead of you reading it, I'll just read exactly what I wrote as I typed it. So here mm-hmm. we go. Amazing. So. Uncharted the movie for me is an action adventure treasure hunting movie which lies short of national treasure but outshines Tomb Raider in my opinion. Shit. As well, in, you know, Tomb Raider as sucks. In, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> as an ensemble not uh, relating to a video game the movie I think holds itself. I think they had got a star-studded cast that just will get the people in the seats but truly doesn't capture the characters of Nate and Sully. I loved Antonio Banderas's character because I mean Antonio Banderas. Antonio the Banderas. actress for Chloe was great. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> the actress uh, for Chloe I thought was great. Very hot, very attractive, very good at what she was doing. Nice. Um, but I have a hard time accepting this movie as a video game adaptation when there was a cinematic perfect live action adaptation version of Uncharted starring Nathan Fillion and Stephen Lang as Nate and Sully. Yeah. And it was pretty spot on. Yeah. Not pretty spot on. It was fucking spot on. Yeah. The role is Nathan Fillion to an absolute granular level. Wow. They even had Elena. This movie was Spider-Man starring Ted's Thunder Buddy, sans a main character of the whole entire game series. Shit. Yeah, no Elena. <laughs> exactly. The more I think about this movie and what it could have been given that fan-made film, it gets me more angry the more and more I talk about it. You've probably noticed my voice getting stronger and louder because it does, in fact, enrage me. So as a huge fan of the game franchise, the movie was not very good. There was a lot of fan service, but it missed more often than not. If you don't know the game... Add the movie to your list of acceptable action-adventure movies, but you're just better off playing the game or watching a supercut of all the cutscenes on YouTube because it makes it far better cinematic sense than a AAA movie can and ended up trying to do. And scene. This has been Adam for Rolling Stone. <laughs> and, and if you watch the, you know, the, the HD 4K remaster of the games, the effects are actually better than the movie. <laughs> it, it is insane how good Naughty Dog is at this. They are so good at creating video games and story-driven games. It is infuriating because I can never be that good. But what I did love about this movie was they did do a lot of fan service that spanned the three, I think the first three movies. They didn't really touch too much on four except for the ships at the end. But like, why did it look so bad? I know it did. And okay, so here's something that I could not wrap my head around. I was sitting in the theater while this was happening, trying to figure it out was the scene when they lifted the fucking ships out of the cavern with fucking nets. How did you bury nets under boats? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And lift them above the water? How did they float? With a helicopter. Yeah, with a helicopter. How did it float? Now, I get it. It's a movie. It's meant to kind of jar reality and, and give you kind of a world to go in. Like the Fast movies. They're fucking bad, but... It, it is a world that you can escape and be in a movie theater. That's great. I, I can family on the moon. If, <laughs> family on the moon. But this movie was, it was trying to create a movie for a game that was so widely accepted. Now, this, James, 
I feel mm-hmm. is how you feel about Cowboy Bebop. And now right. I understand it because the source material was so crazy better than the actual live action one that it 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 truly enrages me. But the thing is, right. is like I can accept this movie as a standalone action adventure treasure hunting movie. Like it's it's treasure, it's uh, national treasure, just not as good. Like you yeah. know, it stars Spider Man. Like, I was like, I was you know live chatting my experience of watching the movie uh, in the movie theater. It was like me and and, and four other Korean people. In an, in an enormous IMAX movie theater, and oh my gosh. I was saying how bad it is, and 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 Chad hit me with the, the same remark he always does. He's like, "Now is it bad or is it just different from the thing you like?" And I'm like, "It's both." Chad. It's but it, it absolutely it no it 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 absolutely is though. Like when I heard that Mark Wahlberg was casted as Sully, the first thing I was saying was absolutely not. It will not work. It's he is not Sully. Granted, at the end, in that post credits scene at the end. I don't know if you guys talked about that yet. So the the post credit scene where they showed Nate and Sully more akin to what the the, the games sh- showcase them as, fit, like what they physically look like, was better. But still, Mark Wahlberg has a completely different persona than Sully in the games. It's totally right. different. He's a dislikable, grifter, untrustworthy guy who's like conning his friends, which is not Sully. Yeah. And and I would say the problem with Nate is that Tom Holland's Nate just has nothing. There's nothing there. He had no he substance. He, yeah, he has no substance. Like, yeah, he's good at grifting things from rich people who don't need them. But like... It was it was not Nathan Drake. Like, yeah, there was a no. couple of quippy spots that were funny and made sense, and you know, it kind of harked back to the game. But it was so different. It was so they didn't even hit it. He barely even looks like him. Like, he would be better if they intentionally did like uh, the young Nathan Drake from Uncharted Four, the game. Well, they did like, kind of do that. Th- they did, but like the whole scene where they were in the orphanage at the beginning. That mm-hmm. was so accurate to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it it changed, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> it's, I, I will was say, in the his, theater, just like at least his angry. Nathan Drake outfit at the end looked right. It, yes. <laughs> they got that so was the one took, thing they did. <laughs> it took the whole movie for him to get his dual freaking holsters. Like, are you kidding? No, me? That's, that's their tent his pole. Whole look, that's their tent pole of like it's a it's a origin story. Look, he got his yeah. dual holsters at the end. <laughs> Malibu yeah. Stacy's got a new hat. Yeah, I have three things. Number one, <laughs> Tom Holland is a bad bartender. He's just kind of flipping things around his head. It looks stupid as shit. Number two, <laughs> the music for this movie done by Raman Jwadi of Game of Thrones and Westworld. Really? Yeah, weird. And number three, guys, what if the Lord of the Rings show is bad? <laughs> Oh no. well, that's on you guys. I, no, no, that's me. Like that's I think that's my version of why is Cowboy Bebop bad? Why is Uncharted bad? And if Lord of the Rings is bad, I don't know. I chop myself I can't off wait with an for, axe. for Lord of the Rings to be like really bad, and then Ryan's upset about it, and Chad's like, "You just don't like it because it's different." And then, and then Ryan kills him. Yeah, I hit him with a glass bottle and the fucking jugular. We like you, Chad. Sorry. <laughs> Now I'm going to I'm going to bring this full circle a little bit cuz w- this is very similar to how you felt about Cowboy Bebop in our podcast with Dan uh Selkie uh I mentioned that it opened up a whole different audience to Cowboy Bebop that may not have never watched it. I think it's going to be the same for this one, but I think mm-hmm. they hit it a little bit better for Uncharted than Cowboy Bebop did for the anime. 
Like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is better yeah. than the Cowboy Bebop show by a mile, but that's a yes. low bar to clear. I know, I know, as you've told me, but like I'm I'm sitting on the other side of it, and now I can understand why you truly didn't like that anime <laughs> adaptation. Because it when you are passionate about a, a, a franchise of a video game that, that literally spanned 10 years of your life playing a game... And then the movie comes out. You've waited so long to see the movie, and it's just Spider Man on screen uh, hunting treasure. I just like I, it was so. And then after seeing that fan film, I just I can't like it as much as so many people did. And mm-hmm. oh god, I want that fan film to be like blasted everywhere. It is so good. It is so good, and I want that. I want it. I want it. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm, Brian, done. I'm done. Brian, I'm done. what do you think about just like starting the recap over at this point? No. no. What? <laughs> Why? Why would we do that? I think you just give you like, go, we're going to continue with the recap now. And then on a, like skip the entire middle of the movie. Be like, clues happened. And then set pieces right. happened. Okay. That's okay. really all that happened, though. It wasn't even like, I was so bummed when they killed off Antonio Banderas' character so quickly. I was like, dude. He was like a redeeming quality of that movie. I think he's great. He plays like a bad Latino villain so good. And yeah. oh god, Ugh. So the 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 plan is they're gonna go after Magellan's lost gold. You guys probably you remember back to to fifth grade history. Magellan was the first guy to go around the world. Characters yeah. keep saying not really because he <laughs> died halfway. Um, Apparently, he also had lost gold. Uh, I don't know if that's a historical fact. I'm not interested. Who knows? Um, Who cares? So, first, they need some magic keys. And luckily, they already have one. They got one with Sam. And there's a second magic key, and it's up for auction tonight. So, we're going to do Now You See Me, Now You Don't kind of... Remember that movie? Sort of heist. Fuck those fucking movies. Whoa, magicians are cool now. Right. <laughs> oh, and before you go on, the yeah. the the auction scene where they're buying these crosses. Mm-hmm. I they were trying to go after the auction scene in Uncharted 4. But right. the problem is is that the game did it so much better. It was and the other crazy thing crazy how much it, better it was, the game It was just was. one part of a pretty long I, game. I know. It was like a I mean it was a, pretty much the beginning portion ish right. of the game. But but that's not what the it, games are about. I know. Really. <laughs> They're not about heisting. They're not about national treasuring. I know. <laughs> but but I know, so I know. before the big heist, <laughs> uh, he does like a working out, getting ready montage. Oh, really? Which I, was so unnecessary. <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> we get it. Like You're a, Spider-Man. I, You're Jack. I got I to do push-ups before my heist because <sighs> it's really hard to write 90 pages. Extra, script. extra, Tom Holland has abs. Yeah, and like Tom Holland's, this I think is showing that he is truly a character actor. <sighs> Would I, is it a hot take to say that he's not a great actor? Nah, I think so. He's a fine actor. He's, he's okay. He's great as Spider-Man, but that's all we know him really as. This is the first right. time We've really seen him in a I movie mean, where he tr- had to act. He, kind of, he's walking Phoenix talking to a rock. Tom Holland to Mark Wahlberg. What are you gonna do, <laughs> dude? It was so painful. I could go on. Not and on the and rock, on. by the way. A singular a like piece of gravel. Yes. A piece of earth. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, 
Oh yeah, I'm, I'm my face is hot talking about this. I hope you know that your body's hot. Uh, so they go do the heist Good. thing. We meet some other characters. The bad guys. It's Antonio Banderas as some like Borgia Medici family, like you know, Rothschild style. Whew, love the European <laughs> powerful family, and and they apparently conscripted Magellan 400 years ago, and so they're like, well, that gold actually belongs to us. And so he wants to get the magic key in the auction. And Sully also meets another one of his protege teammates, who's the villain. And uh, her name is what? Chloe. No, Chloe is the, Chloe oh. is the, the other Braddock. treasure hunter. Braddock, Braddock, who is... Oh, yes, 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 yes. An yes. actress I first met from the um, new Sabrina the Teenage Witch series. And she's not bad. Uh, I like her. Never watched that. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, so I'm I'm sorry. I was trying. I was having a hard time putting that name to the face of the character in the movie. But I know who you're talking. Slicked back hair lady. Right? It's a lady. Yeah, yeah. Slicked back hair lady. Yeah, yeah. And the heist plan is basically like you make a distraction and I'll steal the key. And his big distraction is he just breaks everything in the room <laughs> and starts <laughs> a big fight. Oh my god! And like but the whole cool. game is all about stealth, though. It's you yes. want to try and be stealthy. But I, I, you know what, though? I'll give them a little bit of credit because I think maybe under the surface that is making fun of it a little bit because everyone will bl- everyone blasts through the game and just like gets into firefights when you're supposed to be stealthy. So maybe that's what that was oh, about. Maybe that's how I play Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I know exactly. Never <laughs> once in Assassin's Creed do I crouch. But that Assassin's Creed movie was fucking shit. Oh, it was so bad. It was so fucking bad. And Michael Fassbender, oh, Lord love him. He is so good, but Lord God, he, could love not, him. he could not redeem that movie. Are you at the Couldn't part yet, it. James, where they're in Barcelona because uh, the Sagrada uh, de Familia is in there? Uh, oh, Brian, fun facts. Okay. When they showed the pan of the Sagrada Familia, Sagrada Familia. Uh, that that park that Antonio Banderas and Dad were sitting in, yeah, we fucking sat on that bench, bro. Dude, what you guys sat on the, uh, the, we on the sat bench on that bench? Yeah, like just God waiting damn. to get in. Yep, I remember so vividly because that park crest, like when you crest around the corner of that park, the the freaking vista. Of the largest cathedral in the world is in front of you. And the I Vista. Just, I just remember that so vividly. And I remember sitting on that bench, the bench they sat on in the movie, by the way. <laughs> the Uncharted bench, you guys. The Uncharted bench. It's Yeah, they're going to etch that in. I was um, fangirling a bit. It was wonderful. I did love. And you were you fangirling your own life. You're like, oh, oh, Adam sat in that on that bench. Oh my god, <laughs> I am Adam sat on that bench. <laughs> no, I just I did like the, the the Barcelona the Barcelona stuff, and it was uh, yeah, it was cool. I like that part. Yeah. So yeah, they go to Barcelona. They meet with Chloe, the other treasure hunter. Uh, sorry, Nate, I lied. She's got the second key. Oh, I'm mad. But then she, without without ever getting close or touching Nate, she somehow gets the key from him. That happened multiple times in this movie. The thing he's, the one thing he's supposed to be good at, which is pickpocketing, he gets pickpocketed 8,000 fucking times in the movie. He gets pickpocketed from three feet away without being touched. It was amazing. It's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. It happened a few times. And so... They have a chase scene. They have a chase scene, and he just, like, runs over to her car. He's like, don't double-cross us. She should have just run him over. Press the gas. (laughs) 
I know. Oh my god, it was so cringy that scene. I was just like, dude, they, this would have never happened. It just would have never happened. <laughs> right, press the gas or just back out. Literally, <laughs> think if you were that character in the game at the wheel, do you think you would have pressed the brake? Right. No. No. Oh, no. R2, baby. Sorry, right. credits roll. Nathan Drake. The life of some kid who I don't like or billions of dollars in gold. Right. All for me. <laughs> R2. Uh, D2. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she joins their crew. You son of a bitch. I'm in. I'm in, baby. And then <laughs> they, the next 45 minutes of the movie is just national treasure bullshit. I know. Look, oh, uh. the key fits into this hole. Ah, but remember, in the journal, it says that the magic number is five. Oh, but just like in the story of Magellan when he met the, the the Pablo Francisco and just like shit like that over and over and over again. How convenient, but worse because Nicolas Cage isn't there. Right. Aww. And uh, there's a, a great scene where like the, the tunnels under the city that they're looking for treasure in leads them to an underground nightclub and the bad guys catch them in order to escape the bad guys. <laughs> Nate, Nathan Drake starts a nightclub fire, which is so deadly and dangerous. And that's like, a, a thing that actually happened and killed a lot of people. A bunch of people. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, that's a real thing that happened, which I they know. had to have known when they were doing it. Oh, also, he God. bartended his way out of the problem, which was yeah. stupid. <laughs> and they did. They had to blend in by dancing sexually on the dance floor. I was like, oh, this is just to drive the sex appeal up. Just bone. Yeah. Just fuck already. God. Fuck. Like he he probably got like several several people died in that nightclub where he started the nightclub fire. <laughs> Underneath like, a historic church. Right. But when they get, you know, they get to the end of the scene and National Treasure, oh, it just led to another clue. And they get a map, but Chloe betrays him. Betrays him and it's like, and by the way, Sully's lying. You're, Sam's not out there. He's dead. And yeah, off screen, he died. Yeah. Uh, By the way, the writers of this movie watching Pixar's Brave, watching uh, and looking at a character is like, oh man, he has a thick Scottish accent, and Mm -hmm. uh, and we he can't, no one can understand him. That's a funny joke. Let's just write that. It was funny once. It was funny at the beginning when it was in the trailer. Let's just write that one down (laughs) in our movie. Uh, Although when they were treasure hunting around the city. The one scene I did find genuinely funny was when one of the walls they had to stick the thing in was inside of a fast food restaurant. Right. All right. I like when when they're trying to get the treasure out and like there's this obvious booby trap and they're like, okay, we can turn the key left or right. Which way? And Sully's like, turn it right. And they almost get killed. And they're like, what the fuck? Sully is like, oh, I was just guessing. Sully, why are you so evil? Like, why are you trying to get your friends killed? He's so all Sully does in the games is sit on the plane and talk on the radio. Okay, and no, and say nice true, things but... to Nate, like positive affirmations. Like, yeah, yeah. He's just oh god. I just wanted Sully. I wanted gritty cigar smoking <laughs> Sully. Not one fucking cigar. Not w- so, only at the end. Oh, the map leads them the bad guys. That is to somewhere else. And they take a plane there. And the good guys are all so away on the plane. For no reason, Braddock kills Antonio Banderas. At least I did not see that coming. I didn't think in the middle of his monologue she was just going to slit his throat really casually. P.S. Very PG-13 
throat slash. Yeah, no blood. He just has like a red marker line across his neck. Stupid. Even the games oh, were gorier. Jesus. This is, by the way, the director of Zombieland, Zombieland Double Tap. He did Zombieland? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Very strange when you see a true auteur like the maker of Zombieland sell out and make a bad movie. <laughs> Zombieland was sick. You shut up. I loved I loved the first <laughs> Zombieland. It was so good. It's a perfect length. It was so good. Oh god, that movie was great. That's a fun, that's a fun feeling to have. That movie? <laughs> Perfect length. It, it, dude, it was. It was an hour and like 33 minutes. Woo! It was great. Oh, so they, 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 Chloe just turns good in the middle of this scene. So hot. again, and they do the, uh, they could, they do the falling out of the plane scene again. This is from the games. The yeah. car falls out. And then yes. Sully is just like, I'm leaving, Nate. Good luck dying yeah, and takes the treasure map and leaves. The fuck? Also, um, this made unreal. me think of the scene in A-Team when they're flying the tank by shooting it. And, oh, yeah, but except, so except that was better. That was better right. in every way. You guys keep talking about this. I'm going to watch that on YouTube. And oh my so, God. The, again, this would be a cool scene if A, it didn't look like total shit, <laughs> the <Yeah>. special effects. <laughs> yeah. You just feel like you're watching a game. The physics are so strange, like... He's like magnetized to the falling car. Yeah. Like he's falling yes. through the sky and he hits the car, which would just be death. <laughs> like he just lands on it like an Avenger. Because he is an Avenger. <laughs> and then like, so him and Chloe are falling and they go by like, and this is such an uncharted thing. The box with ropes all over it. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, well, that scene was yeah. right from three or two. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah, that's that's I wanted Sully to be wanted Sully to be him. With a mustache and a deeper voice. That's what I wanted. They're trying to fly that tank. Oh, you're literally watching that, aren't you? This is they're, sick. they're flying. They're you know they're they're falling past the, the the big crate and you know they grab the crate, which of course you know in reality would just your tear your arm off. Apart. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and although they you survive. do things in the game that that you would die if you didn't realize. Again, yeah, of course. But again, like in theory, a good scene. But yeah. really, like, the bad CGI kept taking me out of it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate. And so now we're getting to the ending here. There's a another montage where he's, like, looking at clues. He's, he, looks at a, a, he looks at a postcard that says, like, I bet there's a clue here. And the, the voiceover says, I bet there's a clue here. Which, again, <laughs> good for me. I'm functionally literate. And so I when I see a postcard with writing on it, it means nothing to me. Then... Nolan North cameo too. Oh, that was good. Like, I, I, hey, are I you Nathan it. Drake? I'm Nathan Drake. <laughs> the Spider-Man meme of pointing at everybody. <laughs> I, I I liked that when he appeared on screen. I legitimately like vocalized my excitement in the theaters. <laughs> how good would it be, Adam? I said this before before you showed up. Like, how good would it be if Nolan North were Sully, and then it's like passing the torch oh, on you know. That could have been good because he is a voice actor. Like that's his. Yeah, he job, can actually so he act. He does characters. Do yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I foresaw like Bruce Campbell with a mustache. Mm. Bruce Campbell like okay, bird notice Bruce nice Bruce Campbell with a mustache. I think it would have been cool if Nolan North was Sully because it would be kind of yeah. be like how uh, the actor who played Jean Valjean on Broadway then goes and plays oh, the, like the Monsignor yeah. in the movie version, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, I would have I, I would have accepted yeah. that more than Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Okay. <laughs> Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. They find the treasure. It's on a pirate ship. There's two sunken pirate ships. Like Adam said, they somehow get the rope under the underneath the, the ten ton 
in antique record pirate time. ship, and they <laughs> lift it up with a helicopter, and it just goes up. It doesn't just completely crumble into cinders because it's yeah. five hundred years old. That and <laughs> yeah, it's five hundred years old. The wood has not decayed in inside no. of sand. <laughs> we already kind of talked about this, yes. but the 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 two ships attached to helicopters set piece is is again theoretically a cool scene except it looks like shit mm-hmm. there's an interesting part where like he, he fires a 500 year old cannonball Dude. out of a 500 year old cannon and is able yeah. to dead eye a helicopter which is kind of far away unbelievable <laughs> but also acceptable for this type of movie i suppose you're a crack shot kid so then the helicopter galley uh-huh. starts sinking and Tom Holland is trying to get away from Braddock. And at this point, Tom Holland doesn't even have any gold on him. So Braddock's just trying to kill him out of spite. Right. Sully's driving the helicopter and he's like, oh, I can either reach out and save Nate or I can keep the gold. And so he throws his bag of gold and it hits Braddock and she falls. And so he can save Nate. And immediately oh. I was just thinking like, you only needed to throw one thing at her. One brick of it. the whole bag. You yeah. dingus. <laughs> but no, and uh, James, he learned a lesson. Friendship is, is more important than It's gold. more valuable than gold. <laughs> yeah, he didn't just dome her with a single gold ingot. But then they're flying off into the sunset, and Nate's like, but look, I pocketed all this little gold. So, you know, maybe we're okay. A lot of people are dead. And then Nate's like, and I have gum. I love gum. And so it's like, you know what, kid? I love gum, too. And Braddock dies, by the way. Like, Braddock, I I, yeah. I looked right for a moment and looked back left, and I didn't see her die. And then on Wikipedia, when I read the plot, I was like, what? The boat <laughs> falls on her. It fell on her. All right. Fine. And then this next scene was a shock because no one saw this shit coming. What? Sam is still alive. <gasps> oh, you mean like the games? Like in the game. And like, you know, if you've seen a movie or two and the character yeah. doesn't die on screen. Yeah. He's he, well, he's coming for the sequel. What do you guys think? Will there be a sequel? Oh, absolutely. I think, I think there will be. And God, I hope they take it, take some feedback from the game fans and make some changes because uh, I think, I think the second one will, will be better because they did settle into it a little bit at the end, the very end, they were settling a little bit better into it, but it's still just short of what the game was, man. Like it it's just so hard to recreate, which poses another interesting thought the same developer naughty dog is making their appearance on hbo with the last of us show yeah oh yeah this Uh, doesn't bode well for that but i mean hbo is significantly better than sony pictures which tends to make some bad movies it it doesn't bode well but i am still pulling for it so hard Mm -hmm. they have every piece of that puzzle to make that absolutely great they picked an amazing cast they have the writers from from the game they have the these amazing producers that that did chernobyl and it's it's backed by hbo like like it it has everything going for it so if it's bad they at least made a valiant effort to try and make it good with everything that they could you know will you be more hurt if last of us is bad than if yes 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 oh god yes yeah when i saw the trailers (laughs) for this and i saw tom holland in oh yeah obviously bad no yeah, exactly. Mark Wahlberg's cast- casting was the first nail in the coffin. But again, like Awful. Sony Pictures makes bad movies. It's a bad see, movie studio. See, I can't. <laughs> I can't even think of another movie they've made. They made. They made Spider Man, but actually, you know, Kevin Feige. Oh, the makes first those. one. They just throw their name on it. No, they, yeah, they made the original Spider Man. They yeah, made the yeah. Amazing Spider Man. They yep. made 
the, what did what's going on with the No Way Home movies? Do they does Sony make them or do they just put their name on it at the end? It's I think it's just licensed by Sony. Yeah, it's a lot Marvel. of Kevin Feige being like, "We're gonna put yeah. your name on, but close your eyes and your ears and get it out of this room." Yeah, pretty right. Much. It's like when when in in yeah. middle school oh, yeah, when me and Ryan would do a group project and Ryan would do all the work and then I would also mm. get a good grade. I remember that. <laughs> I didn't like that very much. They made Venom, the Ghostbusters movie with all the ladies everyone wants to forget about. Oh, Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife, which was better. The Angry Birds movie, a cinematic masterpiece. Spectre, the 007 movie. They make all of the James Bond movies as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, so, th- so this was Sony Pictures, but it was also PlayStation Studios. It's their own in-house film studio for <laughs> video game movies. James, they made The Magnificent Seven. Oh, God. Oh, Masterpiece. Awful. Everybody go listen to the HBO no. Magnificent oh, Seven yes. podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck yeah. that. But yes. <laughs> they made Chappie. Okay. I never saw it. Okay. Chappie was a disappointment. Oh. oh, sad, 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 sad. Fuck. Well, this might be the best of the group then. <laughs> like, that's <insane>. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that shit. Hey, everybody, what's your favorite scene in Uncharted, guys? Um, The movie? Just for... <laughs> just for pure nostalgia of the games i did like the plane scene like this the set piece like you said yeah cool set piece it just wasn't executed well it was very similar to the game so it's obviously them falling out of the plane and getting hit by large crates and then getting onto the car and then him needing to jump off of the thing and just like Mm -hmm. trust that chloe was gonna try to catch him and that was all good. That, the CGI was pure horseshit, but it was the part that I was actually looking forward to from the trailer. And then once that mm-hmm. was done, I was like, well, I think we're done here. Yep. <laughs> Again, I, I I liked when the voiceover was reading the postcards. That was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, okay. Well, now I have something interesting for you guys. Uh, Please hit me. With your best shot. Adam, have you engaged much with the online Uncharted fan base? You know what their whole thing is about? Yeah. They are gross. No, but I'm I'm curious because I probably am one of them. (laughs) Oh. Well, you might be surprised to know. Oh, my God. Adam uh, wrote this, probably. That there is an enormous amount of erotic fan fiction. Oh, no. I'm not not part of that. Nate and Sully. Oh, good God. They uh, they dock dicks. Uh, okay, so I'm going to share with you guys a site here. And this is actually, this is brand new. This uh, uh, this came out yesterday, published yesterday. Oh, thank God. It's called Found. And it's a piece of erotic fan fiction by Nightmare, spelled <laughs> N-I-T-H-M-A-E-R. I have to consent to a terms of service for this. <laughs> I just yeah. saw that. Too. <laughs> you're just gonna, yeah. Th- you just consented to put your name on an FBI one. I the first thing I read on this page is unresolved sexual tension. Oh, love that. <laughs> love it. Okay, so uh, if you guys remember the movie, there's a scene where they're, they're trapped on the plane. Well, they're, they're stowaway on the plane inside a cool classic car, and mm-hmm. what they do is they hide in the trunk of the car. Oh, for God. something like 12 or 13 hours, right? An insane amount of time. Yes. And yes, so yes. this fan fiction is uh, actually trying to illustrate what happened off screen during that part of the movie, right? When they're locked in the trunk. Mm-hmm. What happened oh, then? We didn't get to see that. This is what the author is imagining. 
Oh, okay. perfect. Perfect. This. So I want to ask you guys to scroll Do down about halfway. Is this how backed up by Sony? Oh, God. Uh, who wants to play Nate? And who? I think Adam should be Sully, to be honest. Okay. Wow. I'll be Sully. Okay. I know you believe I have a youthful vigor, and I appreciate that. Because, <laughs> I mean, Adam knows what Sully no. should sound like. And and Ryan, just, just do cool man. Cool man, tough guy voice. Okay, Understood. that's Nate. <laughs> okay. I'm there. So yeah, this scene uh, picks up in the movie when they are they're locked in the trunk of the car and and waiting to jump out and surprise the bad guys. Nate can only sigh, dragging the back of his hand across his forehead to collect some of the moisture threatening to fall oh, into his eyes. It's so hot in the car, I, you guys. I hate this. His his sweat is finally just, cooling just on his skin. In dotting his temple now that his pulse has settled back into a steady rhythm. Uh, his feet are still pressed against Sully's legs, gross. knees unable to stretch. Uh, his phone is jamming into his hip at a weird angle. Ooh, is that his he phone? tries to move <laughs> and accidentally kicks Sully and gets a yelp in response. Adam, Adam yelp. Ah! <laughs> yelp, I don't know. I don't picture Sully going, ooh! <laughs>, <laughs>, laughs, even though it's really not that funny. More borderline claustrophobic. Adam, first line. <laughs> Kid, what are you doing? I'm trying to get my phone. He groans, fingers just short of breaching into his pocket. Uh, he can't. Not the way Sully's ankle is pinning his leg down. Can, can you just... Just what? Just give me some. I'm feeling a little violated here, kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nate blinks slowly, as if this wasn't Sully's stupid idea to begin with. Too bad. He says, frustration rising in his hot cheeks. Oh. <laughs> Leans back in one deliberate move, presses right into Sully, and gives him enough room to reach into his front pocket. The phone is in his hand now, but he can't remember what he needed it for. can barely remember he has a working brain and enough space to peel himself off Sully if he really wanted to. The fuck? The hip to hip, the top of Sully's thighs and the back of Nate's own, down to the crook of his knees. Ew. Don't talk about the backs of knees, it's gross. (laughs) Sully's breath skimming his neck in short, irregular bursts. No. (laughs) The tip of his nose on the curve of Nate's ear. and fuck. All right, maybe he should have thought this through. Don't do the fingers breathing. curl around his side, ridiculously warm. Where his shirt is riding up, and they meet skin. He's not sure if they're there to push him away or to keep him in place. Doesn't really care about anything at this point. What were you googling when you found this? <laughs> I, I uncharted fanfic, uncharted erotic fanfic. <laughs> All right, that's on point. You done? That's really good. At it. <laughs> Sully asks, and the words are just noise traveling down Nate's spine. Mm. Okay, I want to skip <laughs> forward here a little bit. Nope, nope. Read that next line. <laughs> he nods, swallows, breathes all at once, and finally, finally, after Sully's grip goes slack against his hip, he speaks, Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's about to get a lot filthier from there, but amazing job work, guys. Nate twists his neck to get a good look. The metal's digging into Sully where it slants down to lock in place, pushing his shoulder down and making it impossible for him to extend it. It doesn't look comfortable. Can you just turn the other way? Sully raises his eyebrows, looks offended. I'm not letting you spoon me, kid. Nate doesn't even fight the urge to roll his eyes. So I can't spoon you, but you can spoon me? I'm bigger than you, so yes. (laughs) 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 Barely. Half of Sully's fingers are still on the bare skin around his ribcage, digging softly at every tense and release of Nate's stomach. He half expects Sully to haul him off how hard he's shaking against him. But all Sully does is smile when Nate raises his head to look at him. Palms flat on a firm chest. Mm. Nate breathes. Sully's cologne still fresh in his lungs. I gotta be honest. He says with a dying chuckle. This isn't as bad as I imagined. (laughs) Well, how about that? 
Told you we'd form a soulful bond. Sully says, his grasp tightening around Nate. And he does lift Nate off of him this time. Mm. <laughs> All right. That's enough for today. You're not as scrawny as you look, kid. Okay. And I'm sure the audience can imagine where it goes from there. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> I'm just doing a few control Fs here. Let's see if we can find some. Uh... What are you looking for? All the good stuff. Oh, okay. Ryan's like, when do they get to the pup play? Sully is loud in his ear. What a shot. Whoa. <laughs> and Nate's screaming his lungs out in response, up and down on his feet, a fist swinging in the air, and a smile splitting his face. He can't remember the last time he felt this alive. But their there's victory a lot of, There's a lot of homoerotic words in this writing, uh, but what's happening is not that erotic. Oh you know, words like s- splitting and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Splitting. But amazing that, like, you know... That movie just came out, and and this guy already on the erotic fan fiction. I gotta say, though, being locked in the small trunk of a car with another man, you would have to spoon. What else can you do? Yeah, right? And it was a a tiny car, right? Logistically, you are correct. You're spooning. Yeah. Thank you to our patrons, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochter, (laughs) Anthony Welts, James Watch My Dong, Chris Wood, Brent Ging, Craig, John Durs, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. Visit us at patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z for one or more dollar a month. You get a lot of erotic fan fiction. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us. This podcast got much better better when adam got here because he had actually something to say and we all really appreciate you coming down adam oh you know i do what i can for y'all and uh to 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 bring us out i think can you just give us like one thing that um here's a scenario for you Mm -hmm. okay sully and nate have come back from like a long day treasure hunting okay they they walk in nate goes and takes a shower and uh sully has to like the phone rings and then sully peeks his head into it i don't want to do this anymore (laughs) (laughs) You got a phone call for you, kid. (laughs) It's my dick. Ryan and I together are going to do Raised by Wolves once the season's over. We'll do a whole thing. I think next week we'll have uh, the the butt man coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see if I can find some erotic, homoerotic (laughs) fan fiction for that, too. I don't want that. I. (laughs) That's great. This is now a homoerotic (laughs) fan fiction podcast. It would become a lot more popular. Oh, yeah. Uh, HBO Boys, uh, we're going to be doing that pirate show. Uh, yes. that is yeah, yeah, on yeah. Our, our flag means something or whatever. We're going to be doing that in the upcoming our days as well. Something. And uh, yeah, as James said, Raised by Wolves, we're going to do the entire second season once that is over. Nothing Star Academy is a show that I also make. An upcoming episode is going to have everybody that you're hearing now in it go and find Nothing Star oh, Academy shit. on Spotify and Apple Oh, and guys, we also have and, a YouTube channel where yeah, we sure. occasionally post uh, us playing through bad games. That's yes. true. And James and I are, James is going to crush me in Hearthstone pretty soon. That would be pretty sweet. And the way it will happen. Some other way too. Yeah, yeah, no, it will be erotic as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Can we be done now?